Hi guys, hope you're well, that you're having an amazing day. So um, we're here uh, for some real health talk. So you know it's very much in fashion for people to fast. You hear about it, you hear about stars who, are being, who have been fasting to look skinny or is it to look healthy. Um, you hear about people who are going through disease, sickness, who fast. So the question that I've been asking myself is how healthy is fasting? Um, if it is um, healthy, how much should we fast? The whole evening from 10 p.m. to the next day or 6 p.m.? There, there are questions. So I thought it would be nice to have a real talk with our chef, Miss um, Tina Martini, who's had um, decades of experience when it comes to health and nutrition. She's a naturopath. And she's going to tell us a little bit more about what fasting really is, how she practices it, and what you can do to help yourself through uh, disease or to be healthier, okay? I'm gonna bring her on just after a little bit of music. Align mind, body, and soul. Real health. Align mind, body, and soul. Real health. Tina, I brought you on today for this real health talk because um, fasting is something that I've heard about for many years. People do it for religious reasons. People do it for health reasons. People do it out of fashion and trend. Um, and I've always asked myself, um, is it healthy? Because I speak to dietitians who say it's not healthy to fast. If you fast, your body uh, stocks on the side and you gain weight because it thinks you're starving it. So there's, there's like a conflict. Right. And I don't quite understand what is the correct, um, the correct thing to listen to. And if we do fast, what is the correct way to fast? What can you tell us about you that? You know, I just came, if, uh, if everybody had been tuning into my story, and I see a lot of people tuning into the stories, so thank you so much. Uh, I just came off of a 32-hour fast. 32 and hours. Right. So it's basically two sleep sessions. So eight hours. So a total of 16 hours of sleeping and then another 16 hours of awake time. So you kind of figure in your sleep time as a natural fast. How do you sleep for 16 hours? No, you don't. I mean, eight hours one day, you know, you're going into your regular sleep. So that gives you seven to nine hours or however long you sleep. Um, you know, of that kind of natural fasting. So sleep is a natural fasting time. And then when you get up, if you're doing a water fast like I did, you just don't have anything but water. So on the story, I put that, you know, I'm drinking 128 ounces of water, which is a gallon, that day. Now, chugging on an empty stomach can really disrupt the microbiome that we've talked about before, the garden and all this good bacteria and all that in the gut. And so we don't want to just, you know, you don't flood your plants when you're, when you're giving them water, you give them a nice amount and let it go into the soil. And then maybe they need a little more and, and it goes into the soil. So I had mentioned on my story that we're going to sip the water throughout the day. 
We're not gonna chug 12 ounces at a time. So a water fast needs to be done carefully and with intention, like everything we do. Yep. And so we're sipping that water continuously throughout the day. Now there's juice fasts, and there are okay. some fasts where you might take a little bit of food in. So there's all different types of fasting. Now let's go back to when you and I spoke about the microbiome and the telomere lengthening. If people recall, I had mentioned that the only common thread between all cultures, generations, and eating styles uh, to improve or promote longevity is calorie restriction. Yes. Now, if we think about it, we, we don't want to burn the motor out by constantly just eating, 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 because di digestion itself, SAS, really takes a lot of energy. That's why when we have a full stomach, it's not recommended to go exercise. Yeah. We want to wait until the food digests. Now, another thing that you just mentioned that's very true is in every religious doctrine in the world, I don't care what religion you are, where you are in the world, fasting is mentioned. That's right. Now, this is because it brings mental clarity. So fasting is one of the best ways to eliminate brain fog. It really just helps us calm everything down inside. The body adjusts, as it always does, and we can find that we get great mental clarity. So the scholars or theologians of ancient times, they would fast for a long time, sometimes a month. And that, wow. that's not recommended, okay? You want to be really careful yeah. with going three days or five days, that's enough. And what they were doing was they were seeking higher consciousness. Okay. And so um, yogis fast. So they'll, they'll fast for three days and seek enlightenment or seek answers. Mm -hmm. uh, your intuition becomes more clarified and you spend a lot of time meditating because you're not consumed with preparing food or eating. So the original fasting, it's mentioned in the Bible, it's mentioned in all religions, really was used as a way to connect with the higher power and reach enlightenment and nirvana, if you will. Wow. It's like a drug. It could be like a drug to activate the, the pineal uh, gland. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yes, that's right. Your third eye. Yes. So, uh, yes. So, yes, that's ancient times in fasting. And now, I mean, I've used it to cl clear uh, the mind and get focused on goals and things like this. This last time I fasted, um, I did a three-day fast first, and then I did the 32-hour fast. Uh, I had some food in between the, the three-day fast and, of course, juicing and I also put on my story, if everyone saw, that be, when, you, when you're preparing to fast, you want to eat high-energy foods, okay? Cool. Dead, things, dead things are not high-energy. 
That's it. Okay? There, there may be a time for high protein and things of this nature. When somebody's been in a car accident, you know, we may want to give them some more complete proteins uh, to help heal. However, if you're in general good health and you're preparing to fast, you do want to consume fruits, vegetables, whole grains, the 24 hour period before you fast. So that way the body has ample stores built up okay. and it's not struggling. A lot of people will tell me, well, I get really shaky or, you know, I yes. get headachey or, well, a lot of that is toxins leaving the cells. That's so it. you may experience some kind of not feeling so well as you go through the fast. I'll always listen to your body. I say that a million yeah. times. So how do you feel? We're all you oh, I feel great. Uh, really, really amazing. It's just odd that I had this back injury at the time. And I really am glad that it worked out the way it did because not consuming food calms that digestion so the body can actually use resources to heal. And most people would not be able to overcome an SI injury and massive inflammation as, as well as I have in 24 hours, especially at my age. So we want to um, think about letting go of toxins in a good way and really calling on the body's built up stores and strengths that help eliminate inflammation, uh, hormone imbalance. It cleanses the hormone receptors. Okay. So taking a break from food is kind of scary to people. And I think in the situation we're in right now, it might be even a little bit more scary. But just remember that you're in control always of your body and your health. Yeah. If you are facing cancer, fasting could not be a better tool to spur the immune system and give the immune system that little kick. So Excellent. I do use juice fasting. Now, right. when somebody's in treatment, SAS, I do not do water fasting. Because their body You're needs... answering all the questions I have, actually. <laughs> oh, good. Um, well, I don't... When you're in treatment, we need to flood the bloodstream and flood the cellular structure with phytonutrients. And that mm -hmm. fights off the disease. I mean, if, if you have thyroid challenges, out the only ones that I really would not do a lot of fasting with is diabetes type 1. Why? Type 2 diabetes benefits greatly from fasting. You have to be mindful of your blood sugar and that kind of thing. But when you're born basically with a malfunctioning uh, pancreas, like uh, kids that are type one juvenile diabetes, it's very tricky. So I would not recommend diabetes type one okay. to fast. People going through cancer, it's a good idea to fast. However, not if they're going through treatment, um, not, not water fasting. And especially through treatment, they're gonna need to have something in their stomach if they're taking the treatment uh, to line it. So it's not, it's not, we're not talking about the same, right? If someone's going through, someone who has cancer, uh, yes, fasting can be excellent. And I'd like, to, I'd like to talk about that in a second because I've been through that. However, someone going through treatment through cancer, 
Uh, that's not what you're recommending. Not not water fasting, not just uh, on, on an empty stomach. Not water fasting. Now remember, there's many different types of fasting. Yes. So when we're when we're in treatment uh, for cancer, particularly thyroid disease, I mean uh, liver uh, malfunction. There's uh, all kinds of gallbladder and liver issues that can happen and make people sick. Fasting is fantastic but it's just not an intense water fast. Okay. I may have you eat, let's say a quarter of an organic avocado. So you're getting high minerals, you're getting all the nutrients and you're getting the good fats, which will bind the juices that you're consuming to the tissue and actually make it more effective. So, or we may do some raw nuts or something, okay. but just a tablespoon. So right. fasting just is not, not necessarily just not eating or, or, or not drinking. That's not what we think. Fasting That's can be right. cutting down certain foods. It can be eliminating the toxic foods, the dead foods, as you said. Uh, it can be just changing the way of eating. What about um, fasting um, from 6 o'clock p.m. At, in the evening and nothing until the next morning? How is that? Intermittent fasting. That's okay. called intermittent fasting. And um, one of the most successful fitness programs out there right now is based on intermittent fasting and people get great results. They're, they come off of their insulin. They, oh. um, you, you know, they, they may drop a little bit of excess body fat. Now, fasting is not to lose weight. Let's That's make that clear. Yeah. Yes, let's make that clear. This is a health decision where we are going to allow all of the digestive uh, processes, if you will, to take a break. Now, again, let's compare the hummingbird to the tortoise. The hummingbird zips around and hardly ever rests and lives on sugar, right? And not, right. not refined sugar, I'm not talking about the stuff we make. They drink out of the flowers. And so they're taking in that high natural nectar, but their motors burn out faster than, say, the Galapagos tortoise, which the oldest one they've identified is 182 years old. Uh, the tortoise is very slow moving and very large in nature, sleeps a lot and lives on greens. And the Galapagos has the highest longevity of any living creature. So it, it shows us that you can choose a very fast-paced, intense life where you're just, you know, like a bird zipping all over. But chances are you're going you're gonna to lessen your longevity with that kind of lifestyle. Oh, yes. It's good to be energized. I don't want to say that we want to be sleepy and lazy. That's not good either. Again, it's the balance. And what I like to make clear, Sass, is that we make our choices. We decide, do I want to live that crazy life? And so a lot of times that's why celebrities who live a very crazy life, um, they will do a lot of these extreme measures because yeah. for one thing, a lot of their business is based on how they look. And another thing is, is their schedules are nuts and they're lucky if they sleep four to five hours a night. Yeah. It's, it's That's a, a quick burnout. That's a quick burnout. 
So if we want the longevity, we want to make different choices. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's it's pretty simple. I choose to balance. You know, I live a chef's life when I'm working. And a chef's life is very crazy. A lot of times we don't get off till three or four in the morning. We may eat our biggest meal at midnight. Uh, you know, a lot of times chefs overindulge with things like alcohol. So if you're going to live that crazy life, you're going to have to make some choices that balance that. And so eating better, eating smaller meals throughout the day. And we have heard that for years, eating yeah. several small meals, like six meals throughout the day. And uh, so and that, again, gives the, the rest for the microbiome to build the good garden, for the esophagus to have rest, for the mouth to generate all the good enzymes that break down the food. But if we're just constantly eating and drinking, yeah. those processes get burned out. It's difficult because so in today's world, we, we eat and drink a lot. Yeah. It's everywhere. Right. It's and everywhere. It, yeah. And right now, I can't tell you how many people have emailed me or messaged me and said, my gosh, I'm just gaining weight. What am I going to do? Well, for one thing, gaining weight is not the worst thing that can happen to you in your life. So again, we want to focus, and I know you share this a lot in Destiny Tuning and the meditations, is focus on what you want, not what you don't want. Okay. And so if we want to improve our health, we want to have beautiful skin, uh, you know, we want to increase that longevity, then we're going to make different choices than if we don't care and we're just living for the day. And that is fine, too. But just know the results that you're most likely going to get. Yes. So we've identified three different fasts. Water fast only. And that's generally 24 hours. Now, I've gone okay. as much as three days on a water fast only, and it's tough because your body starts going into survival mode. And so you almost become obsessed with when am I going to eat next? You've got to have some things scheduled for yourself, and you, you have to kind of force yourself to rest more if you're going to do an extended water fast. Okay. Never over three days, please. It okay. does start to put taxation on the internal organs and particularly the heart. And if you read the story that I put up the other day, I did say that exercising during fasting actually does heart damage. So we don't want to, yeah, we don't want to keep tapping into all these energies. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if we're going to fast for longer, even the 32 hour fast that I did, I didn't do exercise. I laid on the floor and put my feet up the wall, you know, that kind of thing. But we don't want to do heart damage. And that's okay. a real concern, everyone. It is a real concern. Now, what about juice fasting? You yourself have employed juice fasting. I did it for five days. Because I was going through cancer, so I'm still going through cancer, but I mean, back in, in you know, like going back six years, um, when treatment didn't work, no medical treatment, chemotherapy, all that didn't work, 
Um, right. I thought I read a book on, on um, correct way to fast. It was juice fasting, different juices of vegetables, broccoli, celery, and um, you juice that and you'd throw in half an avocado to give the consistency as well, or half a banana. And five days straight with different recipes of juice, like beetroot juicing, like you told us about. Yes. And uh, I did that five days straight every month for about uh, eight months. And you know what? I went into remission. And the doctors were baffled. You see, they were like, what did you do differently? I said, well, you know, juice, because it's not possible. I said, well, I'm just telling you what I did. <laughs> what's possible, what's not possible is not me. But the only thing I had a concern with, um, Tina, was at the end of the five days, when, you started, when I started to eat solids again, I used to eat meat and now I'm vegan. So uh, when I started to eat meat again, it felt very difficult to digest immediately. So where do you go after fasting? Yes, and that is the most, you know, one of the most important questions you can ask, Sass, and I did address that as well. When you're coming off of a fast, whether it be an intermittent fast or a long 32-hour fast or three okay. days, whatever, it's very important to eat small amounts of whole foods. Oh, okay. So I, I fixed myself some of the old-fashioned rolled oats that you have to cook, you know, for 40 minutes to break it down. I didn't use instant foods at all. No instant cereals or oats at all. Right. You want the good fiber. You want to say, okay, now digestive tract, it's time to get back to work. You've had your rest. Uh, if we're doing a juice fast, we're concentrating the phytonutrients. And let's go back to that after I finish this, Sass, because I, I want to address something that I saw on Facebook. Okay. Uh, but it's always being gentle. When I come into somebody's home and they're facing cancer, and we have to keep in mind, Sass, that people don't call me generally until the doctors say there's nothing yeah. more we can do there you go. so when the doctors told you okay we've done everything we know and it's not working you listened to your intuition did your That's research it. and found the perfect thing to do which many of the alternative clinics are based on juice fasting and what that does is when you put your stuff through your juicer it's removing the fiber, right? I mean, mm -hmm. it's it's pressing out all the fiber and you've got a concentrated drink that is really compounding all the healing elements. So Dr. Virginia Livingston, I mean, she, she was like me. She only took the worst of the worst cases where people were very close to dying and she would just saturate their bodies as much as they can. Now, sometimes when you're really sick, you can't get down 12 ounces of compressed juice. It's just too much. Yeah. If you can only get down two ounces, that's where you start. And maybe you do two ounces every hour or every 90 minutes. Sometimes I've gotten to people's ass where they can barely swallow anymore. Mm. And so we just wet the mouth with the carrot juice. We wet the mouth with the beet juice until their body starts going, okay, wait a minute. Now I've got something viable and valuable and powerful that I can work with. And then you'll watch and you'll see the body start to get stronger. 
And so at that point, then maybe they can sit up now and they can get four ounces down. Yeah. I've taken people that have been bedridden for a year, Sass. One man that I took, his whole behind was bed sores. There, there were no butt cheeks left. It was all oh. the flesh had deteriorated. No problem. Within eight days, Sass, he was walking down the hall with his walker. I mean, it, it, it happens just like this. I mean, once I left, I went out and stayed with them for a month. And then I left and his wife kept doing the protocol. And then I came back. I mean, I got a message two weeks later that said, you won't believe who's standing at the sink doing the dinner dishes. <laughs> this was a man who was certain he was going to die. And he went on and believe me, Sass, he was 72 years old. He wasn't in his 20s or 30s. No spring chicken. So when we can, You're amazing. When we amazing can you turn do. the immune system around like that, so juicing is incredibly powerful. And for people that are going through cancer, I highly yes. recommend doing what you did. And like you said, it's different recipes throughout the day. And yes, I can give point. guidance to that. You can share what you did. Yeah. Um, it's just maximizing the nutrition that's going into the body and we're not putting any dead energy in the body. We're only putting life in. As the Chinese say, <laughs> we're increasing chi. As the Egyptians yes. say, we're lifting ka. So every culture has a, uh, a way that they express life force. Mm. And that's all we're doing is we're increasing your life force. And that way you can take control, your immune system will wake up and it's all about, hey, we can turn this around. Green juices are very powerful, but I've had people come to me that have developed gallstones because that's all they drink. Oh uh, yes, yeah, you can you got to change it. Too much minerals. You, I, I'd like to ask you a last question because we're, we're running out of time. Um, when, okay. when I began, when I um, met you and you helped me through my second bout of, of, uh, of cancer, you helped me change my, my eating habits yet again. And I thank you so much for that because I feel, I feel like, you know, a new person. We started with um, carrot juicing every day. Now, why, why is that? Why carrot juice in particular? What is so important about that? You could just finish off with well, that. That's that's from Dr. Livingston, Dr. Virginia Livingston's research. Okay. Uh, what we found is abscisic acid. Uh, abscisic acid is a byproduct or an analog of vitamin A. Now, beta carotene is what the body uses to make vitamin A. And vitamin A mends tissue like no other. It also decreases masses. So abscisic acid is very high in mangoes as well. Well, what color are mangoes? What color are carrots? Butternut squash. Okay. Have I spelled that right? All, abscisic. All of, abscisic acid. Perfect. All of the um, oranges, reds, yellows, these carotenoids, um, they help the body make vitamin A. Once the body has created vitamin A, then the substrate or the analog of the vitamin A is abscisic acid. 
All right, okay. so in a, in a Petri dish, you take a, a cross-section of a tumor, of a cancerous tumor, and you drop pure abscisic acid derived from carrots, particularly very strong, or pears. And pears aren't yellow except for the inside. So we may not think about pears, but pears are very high in abscisic acid. You drop that directly on the tumor and it kills it instantly. On contact. Guys, guys are you getting this? Are you hearing this? This is why you can't just juice all the green stuff. You've got to have the colors as well. Uh, so important, begin with the carrot juice. If, you, if you're going through um, cancer especially, this is going to kill the tumors immediately. This is what Tina is trying to say. Amazing. Tina, thank you so much. Your uh, advice is just heaven sent. I don't know if people realize how, how important it is that you give us this information. You've got years of experience when it comes to going through uh, all these different you know, ways of eating, of um, what the body needs to be fed with, what kills the cancer. Even if you don't have cancer, well, like you said, the chi, what gives us a life force, what people need to live a long, healthy life. You yourself have never had cancer in your life. And yet you help people no. go through this. You see, you're healthy. Oh, isn't it wonderful? Thank you. Yes, I'm blessed with radiant health, but that could change tomorrow. We don't know. Oh, no. So we want to put the soldiers. <laughs> Keep eating well. Well, we want to put the soldiers in place for when injuries happen. I mean, a, a person who didn't take care of themselves, Sass, to sustain an SI joint injury often leads to surgery. Yes. And they're not, you know, they're not feeling 60% better in 24 hours. It's that I constantly put the soldiers in place. Now, I would like to close with the Facebook comment that I saw. I read the other day, Sass, just quickly. Um, and I hope that we've clarified what fasting is for people and how to do it correctly. Uh, the time always goes so quickly. <laughs> but um, I saw on Facebook that people were sharing juicing recipes and encouraging people to juice. And that's wonderful. I know your intention is there. However, we want to be careful with individuals and maybe someone isn't in a place where they can juice a lot without damaging their stomach or gallbladder. Some things can happen. We want to be careful with that. Uh, and, and the last comment is you must juice organic only. I, I'm going to say that those posts out there that say that it doesn't matter if you can get organic, get organic. No, do not juice conventionally raised products yeah. because all you're doing is you're concentrating the level of pesticide. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you remove the, see the fiber helps move pesticides and environmental toxins through the digestive tract safely. When we remove that safety shield of fiber and we concentrate the new, you know, the nutrients so intensely, that is how we get our great results. But if we're concentrating pesticide, we're going to do more damage to the hormone receptors, more damage to the microbiome. So please, I love that you put that in big letters, yes. juicing organic only. Only. Yes. yes. Thank you so thank you so much for that reminder. Thank you for your time, Tina. Online mind, body, and soul. Real Online mind, body, and soul.